Great. Excellent. Thanks for coming on, man. Pleasure, man. Good Pleasure. to see you, mate. Good you to see too, you. you good result yesterday for West Brom. Yeah, it was a good result. Um, obviously, it would have been nice to have won the game, but um, you know we went down to 10 men, um, got ahead, and they equalised in the in the last few minutes. But, um, you know, top of the table at the minute, so we just need to keep, keep the momentum going. I see that, mate. I see it, yeah. Great result. Great result, especially, you know, down to 10 men as well, yeah. Yeah, of yeah. course. It's... Um, we got footage of the goal, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. It's I a bit early have. on, but let's let's I let's watch have. his goal, yeah, man. Because <laughs> I was pretty I was pretty impressed with this. <laughs> Here he is. It's <laughs> alright. Weaker foot as well. Yeah, Take mate. That. I mean, like, just for. Oh, mate, great finish. Cheers, mate. Just, just, you know, when I go into prisons and I do I do talks and stuff, you meet a lot of young kids who are sort of talented footballers but then take the wrong path in life mm. and they'd probably be watching that and being like, how does that feel? Like, you know, you just you just curled that in and you're running over to like, mm. I don't know, 10, 20,000 screaming fans. Mm. Like, Yeah, it's, it's hard to describe, you know, <clears throat> a lot of, Footballers will say, you know, scoring a goal is the best feeling in their life, and it's like, it's it is in terms of like the elation that you feel, um, you know, the fans like just going crazy. You know, you see on social media afterwards, and it's like, you know, we just scored, and you know, I lost my I lost my coffee cup, I lost my drink, <laughs> you know, <laughs> arms flailing everywhere, and it's it is it's one of it's an incredible feeling, and <clears throat> I think football is one of those. Um, industries where there's just so much passion in it mm. um yeah as you said it's, it's like every every kid's dream is to become a professional footballer and mm. um to obviously actually experience it is 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 very unique definitely is it something you always wanted to do like from <coughs> a young age it was like that's just the goal i just want to be a footballer <laughs> yeah yeah as as young as young as i can remember really like you know obviously carrying around balls kicking balls you know yeah. with my gra uh, dad with my granddad with my brothers and it's like um it was i remember sort of being five or six and i was at my grand's house and it was like what, what do you want to do when you're you know when, when you when you're older and she's like, and i was like i want to i want to be a footballer and she yeah. was like what do you want to do when you're, older <laughs> when you're and i was like no i want to be a footballer and it's like um obviously that's odd you know 25 years ago now when you think about it and mm. it's um even in that time football's developed a lot and it's still going to develop further and yeah in terms of industries and professions it's um it's 100 percent one of the uh, one of the best professions to to to, to have yeah, yeah man yeah was there was your dad or your granddad ever sort of involved in football or sport in any way or, or um it? yeah i mean like it's always my dad was pretty sporty um he played football back in nigeria but he broke his leg sort of as a as a teenager and um my granddad obviously he was um he had a, a famous uh, uh uncle um called pop robson who who was a geordie and played for newcastle in fact um and so it's always sort of been in and amongst it but um actually making it happen and becoming professional football in this day and age is uh i suppose it's quite different to sort of wanting just to do it it's mm. um it, it takes a lot it takes mm. a lot yeah i think that is a thing because I had some friends growing up who were, was good at football. Even my my little brother, he was great. He was at you know Chelsea Academy, 
but with a lot of people you see you get to like a certain age where it's like girls alcohol drugs you know and you sort of probably a lot of talent goes missing mm. in the uk i think you know when you're growing up in certain neighborhoods you know 100 percent. Uh, when i look back at my time at arsenal <coughs> signed for arsenal as a 10 year old i saw some unbelievable talents unbelievable um i remember jack wilshire when he was uh, he was three years younger than me um and he'd play up every so often and he was good but there were boys better than him wow. and um, you know if you've not got the right environment around you um you know and a lot of what i've learned growing up and maturing around the the impact that your environment has mm. um on yourself if, if you don't have that at, at an early stage where you're you know you're you're easily manipulated because you know you're almost like you know a putty like whatever you you, you get hit with it, it, it impacts you you know you haven't got you haven't built you know a strong enough internal um, environment to, to 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 combat an external environment and i think that's the the big issue where these kids have all of the talent but like you said they get you know hit with a, a, a negative situation or they get hit with um uh, you know something which takes their curiosity whether it's alcohol girls you know staying up late going out and um those uh, you know uh, temptations ultimately can 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 lead them astray and they do yeah yeah it's it's, it's sad really you know because i see a lot of it in in the prison work i do you know young kids who have played like one of them was arsenal academy as well mm. and you know sort of without that support from mum dad you know it's tough right i mean mm. it's tough making it as it is mm. you you know this right let you know even if you yeah. have got the support from mum and dad let mm. alone if it's not there so yeah of course i was um you know i was 14 15 um released from arsenal because i was too small so i didn't grow i didn't have a growth spurt until i was 15 16 and um so as a 14 year old i was probably half a foot smaller than every other player in the team wow. and we had some you know this is the top academy in the in in the country so we had boys who were physically mature you know strong sort of ready for almost ready for first team at that level um and i was still very much you know my, my hormones hadn't kicked in yet to, to take me through my you know the growth spurt and, and maturing so i got released as a you know a 14 15 year old and you know i remember sitting in the car crying with my dad you know mm -hmm. and i'm crying there my dad's like no one's experienced that sort of thing before yeah. um you know I, I remember liam brady who was academy uh, manager at the time he was like in the meeting he said you've probably got one of the best left foots you know in the academy but we just don't think physically you're going to be able to crack it at, mm. at a top level and um obviously a bit of naivety from them because they're basing it off there and then they're not looking at mm. how are you going to mature in your yeah. you know, as you're going through your teens and, and maturing that then so within a year <coughs> i had um grown about a foot matured out um obviously i signed for um for reading soon after that um was in the academy there um uh, and we played arsenal in a, in a game under 16s and i tore it apart mm. arsenal were like we want him back like we, 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 wow. we made a mistake we want him back mm. um and then at that time it was like you know reading were pushing me top one of the top talents in the country um and um that was when i obviously began playing with you know 
in a reserve team football and I think is crazy you know it's mm. sort of 15 you're playing with effectively men yeah. um, and, uh, and and yeah so that was when I got pushed forward and it was great for me but at the same time it obviously you know uh, I had the issues uh, that I had yeah of course so I'm just thinking like age 14 Arsenal tell you you're too small mm. like dealing with that sort of it's like rejection isn't it it's mm. like sort of which I can't comprehend as a 14 year old how you wrap your head around I'm presuming like mm. having dad there was just like a massive support mm. mm-hmm. you know but it, it does highlight the thing if if you if you if you had I wonder how many kids get that rejection go home and don't have that support mm. and where'd you go with that mm-hmm. you know because that's a, it's a massive thing when you that's all you've dreamed of all your life mm-hmm. like how did you get through it was it really just your dad like just being really supportive and your mum just saying don't give up son we like we believe in you sort of thing yeah it's <clears throat> it's difficult like you know it's it's sort of having that uh, self-belief and it's hard to say like how can a 14 year old have that self-belief and it's like mm. well yeah okay then you know, sort of the um, the discipline that had sort of been instilled in me as a kid growing up with my childhood, mm. um, that helped me because it was like, okay, well then, you know, I still want to become a footballer. I still want to do it. Like, just because, you know, one club has said that you might not be able to do it, then doesn't mean that you, you mm. there's not other clubs out there. So it was almost beginning to understand, to take the positives from a negative situation. Mm. And obviously at that time moment in time, you're not actually thinking that coherently, but yeah. you're just sort of putting the puzzles, the pieces of the puzzles together yeah. to come out of the other side in a way where you can move forward mm. and move forward in a positive direction. Yeah. And that's what, you know, I was able to do. That's great. I mean, that alone as a piece of advice for any young kid watching who is, you know, maybe face some rejection is like you know sometimes the best thing that never happens you know it can be a blessing precisely you know you can actually turn it into a positive mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know i remember i had it when i was um i was about a year sober i trained i was training to drive a lorry <laughs> and i saved up all my money to drive to take a lorry test and passed the test in in practice loads of times and then came to the exam day and failed it straight away and I remember I was like a year sober and I was <laughs> looked up to like God I was like fuck you man like, <laughs> cut me a break yeah. I'm really trying it yeah. and it was like thank God I never got my lorry license mm. because I'd never be where I am today <clears throat> you, you know so a real blessing yeah man you so you're at Reading you're playing with men now mm. so I'm guessing sort of you know physically it's harder Mm-hmm. mentally as well because mm-hmm. they're sort of you know more experienced yeah you know yeah. how was that um yeah i was loving it like you know it was <clears throat> Redding were pushing me forward um they were talking about me making my debut sort of you know in a year's time as soon as i'd you know come in full time left school and um obviously had uh you know the england youth teams looking at me as well um obviously being you know born in born in london but obviously had welsh heritage as uh, alongside that um <clears throat> and it was good played played a, a number of games uh, in the reserves um got to the winter months um sort of october time and we were playing um away um at, uh, milton Keynes, and uh, it was a reserve game you know uh, i was didn't start the game but i came on sort of half time immediately like made an impact you know sharp 
got on the ball, moved it a few times, created a few chances, and they had a big, um, you know, big, uh, big centre half who was pr probably you know six foot four, six foot five, and I embarrassed them a few times, and within five minutes, and <coughs> the balls literally, uh, you know, popped into midfield. I've dropped off, gone to control it, and then all of a sudden, I just felt uh, an impact in the, in the left side of my knee. My left knee's given way touched my right knee my right knee's popped out um and i'm literally laying on the floor didn't even know what happened um center half had basically just thought i'm gonna do this little this little kid he's embarrassing you know us in the, in the game and um and that was the first time that i ruptured my cruciate knee, uh, knee ligament in my left knee and how old was you then 15 wow blimey and how old was the center half would have been 23 24 right okay yeah. So I guess that must be a part of football that not all of us, you sort of see it on the telly, but on the pitch mm. is if you're making, if you're too good and someone gets the ump, mm. you know. Yeah, particularly at that, you know, there's sort of, um, there's not many cameras around and you can yeah. get away with it at that, at, mm. uh, in those sorts of games. And um, I had no idea what had happened. I had no idea that I'd be spending a year out um of the game uh, I had no idea that I'd need a, a surgery um, mm. did you know when it happened when like you went down did you think shit this is bad could you feel it like in your knee like this does this is this feels because obviously you, you take tumbles knocks and mm -hmm. bumps in football mm -hmm. games but did you know sort of this feels a little bit um, like something else yeah apart from the fact that my knee was like the size of that box um, bloody hell right you know, okay. swollen um and it was um i knew something wasn't right but i didn't i had no concept of you know serious injuries or mm. long-term injuries at that time being still only being a kid and it was only <coughs> the week after where you know you have to let the try and let the cell swelling subside swelling doesn't disappear so you go obviously you know have the scan and see the surgeon and mm went to a surgeon one of the top surgeons in the country um, at the time in Windsor and um, he basically told me that I'd torn my cruciate knee ligament you know um, cartilage you know damaged uh, um, medial ligament gone and um, it's like okay you're gonna you know be out for a year and it's sort of when he's talking to you he's like giving it to you and I'm thinking like this this doesn't sound good like okay well a year but I'll, I'll get back from this right and he's sort of like yeah you know not not really positive about mm. it and i'm thinking wow okay well well i just you know uh, you just it's something where you just it's just out of the norm <clears throat> yeah and so had the, had the surgery um <clears throat> had a you know three four months of rehabilitation trying to get the knee moving again and um after about 10 months began getting back onto the pitch and you know, obviously pain in the knee, but I'm told that that's, you know, it's fine. And uh, pretty much about a year after the first uh, injury happened, I was uh, playing in a game again and literally just gone to swing and <clears throat> strike the ball. And this time it was a, there was no contact. My knee just literally rotated and snapped again. Um, and it was... Um, it was that that was difficult because I sort of knew at the time well this isn't right and um, you're thinking another 12 months and mm. from going from one of the top talents in the country to you know being on the sidelines for over two years mm. um, as a in the key area key years of, of, of 
becoming and trying to become a professional footballer mm. um probably um yeah uh, definitely the the toughest toughest experience i'd experienced in my life yeah geez i mean i can't i i, I just felt a real sadness when you t when you tell that story mm. you know the second time around there's no contact but you're like something you must have gone oh not again mm. not again Mm -hmm. You know, having spent all that time, like recovering, and yeah. obviously, you know, there's probably loads of stuff that most people don't see goes on in the recovery of a football player. You know, mm -hmm. every day. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. I just yeah <laughs> feel for you, mate. Yes. But um, yeah. So it was at that time where you know I've gone back to the same surgeon, and it's like done it again. Like you know, and and he, mm. this time he's even more somber and. I only find that find out years later that he says to my dad after the surgeon after surgery is complete look like you know he should probably look at a different career path you know right um he's he's not going to play at the level that he is going to play at, and he's always going to play in pain you know that right. was the the big thing he's always gonna he's never gonna feel free and and um so, so you, your dad didn't give you that data he held it back he gave it to me a little in you know when i look yeah. back he was trying to he was talking to me a little bit about things and at Gently. the time i was just you know submit i was you know dismissive of it i was like no 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 like, I'm yeah gonna, I'm, i'll get back i'll get mm. back because like, i'm guessing back. for your dad he must have been thinking if i give this to him now he's mm. gonna floor him mm. you know yeah. it, which it would it would any kid you yeah. know yeah. combined yeah. with the injury itself as well yeah so um so start the journey again and um this time round, it's like okay, cool. Like done. I was even more thorough with the with the training. I began even looking outside of the club in terms of how how can you get back fit? How can mm. you strengthen like mm. you know a knee? Like what are the key muscles that support a knee? And that was sort of my dive into information, so mm. to speak. I began sort of like self educating myself, and because it was my body at the end, end of the mm. day, and no matter what anyone told me it was how I was feeling it was mm. what I was experiencing so um I took the time and I began you know finding you know golden nuggets around movement and around <coughs> strength where which wasn't readily accessible um mm -hmm. and sort of the norm at the time um in terms of how we move and uh, what muscles we uh, are firing when you're you know running or you mm -hmm. know changing direction and mm -hmm. um and then it was sort of like a my paradigm sort of began to shift because it was sort of away from the structure and what mm. we were being told. So it was a little bit weird. It's like, well, well why, why don't we have this information? Mm. Um, anyway, towards the end of getting back the uh, second time around, I was just playing in pain constantly. So I was running, training, um, uh, gym. Every time I was moving, it was pain. Um, and this was sort of 10, 11 months after the, the second sur surgery. And it was like, yeah but that's what it's gonna be like and it's right. like well if that's gonna be like i'm I, I can't so it was like well there is a solution and it's painkillers mm. you know so okay what if, if you're telling me that as a you know doctor physio give me the painkillers like you know mm. so i'll take them and <clears throat> took them and uh they had an impact like it wasn't as severe um and i probably you know was was popping them for a two three months like smarties almost mm -hmm. um but it didn't completely kill the pain it, no, of it helped it just but cut, yeah it was just yeah. masking it, it right was just masking yeah. it. yeah um and but the issue was was that i then began having adverse effects to these painkillers right. so i started passing blood in my urine i started having you know uh, nausea in and around uh, you know training and after um, after games and um you know constant headaches and it's like well 
I, I, it's coming from these painkillers, but I can't not take them because then mm. I'll play with pain. And it got to a point where I just couldn't continue taking the painkillers. So I had to stop. So it was at that point where it was like, I need to find a solution. Like there must be something which you can do, um, consume that actually has a natural impact on pain or pain relief or inflammation mm. in the body and how old were you at this point so you're like 17 17 yeah Blimey. so you've been through like all of this mm. and you're and you're still just 17 mm. do you know what i mean it's a lot <coughs> to go through in a, in a career isn't it yeah and you're so young yeah of course and alongside that getting back into the pressures of actually trying to become a footballer like yeah. because when you're a young athlete you're judged constantly yeah like football is just literally like you're being judged every single time you mm. train you play and that's why there's the rewards are so great because if you can hit those standards then there's very few people to mm. who can you know becoming a professional footballer it's, it's it's actually the statistics show that it's harder to become a professional footballer in the uk in the top four leagues than it mm. is to go to oxford or oxford or cambridge wow and it's like well yeah it's a it's it's, the, it's a demanding industry mm. um and it and and obviously it, it does take its toll so um but yeah so i'm in this predicament and it was like at that time when i was literally turned to my dad and i remember i was about finished the game in severe pain had gone to go up the stairs and i couldn't walk up the stairs that's how painful my, my knee was wow. <clears throat> and um we were just like there must be a solution and so the painkillers like <coughs> they're just now they're not cutting it the pain is that bad mm. yeah, they're just not yeah. even working now no and, and obviously i've had to i've literally had to make the decision to stop taking them as well yeah. um so that's, that's what i mean just for me to like because we're not talking like painkillers you're going buying super drug obviously you've got like a professional mm -hmm. medical team from the football club that have gone take this and this mm -hmm. so i guess in my mind i'm just i i would think these would definitely work because they're mm. coming from someone who's clearly medically mm. trained at a high level mm. that he does it for a professional football team. Yeah, yeah. But the fun, the, the strange thing is, is that some of those painkillers are now actually banned. Oh, okay, right. And it's like, well, that makes you think even more. Like, how how were they even allowed? Yeah. Like, mm. um. So yeah. So then it was, and that that was the what sort of kicked me off on this journey of finding information around natural nutrition it was like well and at that time it was sort of like well it wasn't readily accepted that what you eat has a direct impact on your health and on your well-being and even on your mental state it wasn't really that acknowledged or studied mm. it was like well if you want to be healthy have a bowl of pasta mm. well now we can clearly say that if mm. you have pasta on a regular basis yeah I'll start that again That's right, yeah yeah how's your call on me? <laughs> <laughs> what airplane mode? <laughs> 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 Mate, unbelievable. It's called must be Wi Fi calling me. <laughs> um yeah, so um so um what was I saying? Uh, as I Yeah, it, it was it was about the because back then, if we cut it to this bit, yeah, so 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 back then it would have been like two thousand and what eleven or something like that when that was um, that, when that was, was all no, going it was uh, two thousand and seven two thousand and seven so back then there was no like organic food eat this healthy food there was no this superfood stuff nah, it was like take a tablet and shut up literally yeah 
and um and so it was like well we just started doing research and at, at that time as well it wasn't like on the internet the wealth of information that there is today mm. it was like little bits and pieces and we came across this um this like manual on herbs as medicines mm -hmm. and it was like it's an extensive manual and i've got it on um pdf uh now still and it's like 300 pages long and wow. it goes through every single like where did you find it just um just you uh, and your dad found yeah, it somewhere. it was like i think it was like we'd researched it heard about like we began going down herbs and um you know uh, fruits with like polyphenols and like mm. anti-inflammatory properties mm -hmm. and then um we were speaking to um you know a few um uh, suppliers like in a few like health food stores and they 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 just recommended it but you couldn't get your hands on it and we ended up finding it in the local library and it was um it was really extensive and it covered everything so it was like um for example pineapples like the bromelain in pineapples and the you know uh, pomegranates you know the antioxidants in pomegranates and it was like watermelon the fact that watermelon is you know a base of water but is one of the nutri most nutritious forms of you know fresh fr fruit available and then wow. um, and then it took us to ginger and it was like ginger like just unbelievable properties to support everything from you know digestion to nausea to um <clears throat> you know and, and obviously to, to 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 pain relief too and then it was and then we subsequently came to, to turmeric and it was like at this time no idea like turmeric like what is turmeric like you think it's a powder mm. and that's funny like even now when we speak to people now it's like well what would have you seen turmeric before They're like no i don't know what it looks like mm. and um so we were we basically did this massive deep dive into all of these ingredients and we're like well we've got nothing to lose we have to give it a go mm. so did the club you were playing for so you were still at reading yeah did they like <coughs> sort of um have any sort of say in any of this were they sort of like no you have to keep taking these tablets or were they like you could you're you're willing to you like you're allowed to try alternative treatments sort of thing no other choice and it so was you like, were just like oh, mate i'm done with these tablets yeah yeah like, I'm, it's, it's making me proper literally. sick yeah and, um, so this must have been like finding little golden nuggets. Mm -hmm. you, you, you and your dad going through this like Bible literally, of superfoods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so within within a week, we'd put, got this blend and we're like, you know, blending it up. It was a paste. It was a you know juice liquid, uh, and eventually we got it to like a shot form. Yeah, and it tasted disgusting. <laughs> you know, and it was like yeah, you know bitty and grainy, and but I, we tried it, and you know I tried it, and it was like never experienced that before in my life like mm. different you yeah know, like you felt like you felt something yeah. and um it's like well you know let's just let's do it let's let's run with it and mm -hmm. what you felt it almost like instantly yeah i felt like so something with it where yeah, yeah, yeah. i hadn't had that level of nutrition like wow. that super rich yeah, yeah. combination before and yeah it was like, so your body was almost going give me more of this that was like your body's reaction was precisely. Like, this is what i need mm -hmm. precisely yeah. and literally so had that and then for two months two three of these a day mm -hmm. right constantly 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 um and your uh, dad was like helping you mix them up yeah and stuff. my yeah. dad's help, help me mix yeah. them up what and, a legend know, drop them up yeah incredible and it was like um i was noticing gradually like difference difference that i was like okay like not as much pain today like okay yeah not I felt a little bit less. i think my knee's a little less swollen and mm. 
And after about three months of doing it regularly, literally woke up one day, got out of bed, just walked to the shower. And wow. I was like, it was in the shower and I was like, whoa. Every day up until that point for 18 months, every time I got up out of bed and walked to the shower, I was in pain. And that was the first day um, I, d I didn't experience it. Wow. And it wasn't. So in your head, were you thinking this can't be right? You know, because you think you've spent from like 15 to 17, mm -hmm. like with this, living with this pain. Mm -hmm. Was there a bit of you going, oh, it must just be one day. I've just got a day off mm -hmm. of it or something. Yeah. And it wasn't like the, the pain didn't disappear. I mm. went to training, trained, and it was like, okay, well, that's a lot, lot better. Yeah. Um, And it was like, and you're right. I, I was in that sort of state. And so I began sort of like testing it for myself. Mm. So I would go like two weeks without having them. Right. And okay. sort of see what happened. Yeah. Instantly come back. Wow. And it would like be, be a little bit more swelling, a little bit more swelling, build up, build up. And then it's swollen. And it's like, and then I just get back on them. Like, no, we need to try again. And it was, um, it was a revelation for me because it was like, um, understanding that actually what you put into your body has a direct impact mm. on your health. And I think that's mm. an area where <clears throat> for whatever reason, you look at the scientific research around natural foods as medicines, mm -hmm. it's limited, it's yeah. minimal. And you're like, mm. well, why? Yeah. Like, how can that be when we're so advanced in so many areas yeah. around the world? It's mm. like, well, the basic primal source of nutrition, food, mm hasn't been researched to a level of mm. a scientific grade where we're like, well, we know this has this that impact and uh, you know, this effect on the body. And it's like 15 years later, now we're beginning to see clinical studies on turmeric and mm. on other ingredients, which mm. are beginning to support what I had experienced. Yeah. And it's- um, Have you ever heard of a guy called uh, Dr. Sebi? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, he was, do he done some interesting stuff around this, didn't he, back mm -hmm. in the day, but you know, I can't remember what happened with him, but that just sort of got shut down a little bit, didn't it? It yeah. wasn't, you know, yeah. I think the pharmaceuticals, it's like a business, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you must feel some sort of thing because you've, you, you've gone down that route. Mm. and mm. It's more just like knowing and like for me, it's what I want to do now is just, you know, off, offer this to as many people as possible. Mm. Um, it's um, for, for us, from our perspective, we're not, you know, we're certainly not saying, you know, it's a medicine or it's a, you know, it's a drug or drug replacement what we're saying is this is just natural nutrition mm. and we've we've perfected it for us we've got it into blends which you know our people are enjoying um, and that i have experienced benefits from and um you know we want we want people to to, to begin using and enjoying them in in everyday life because yeah. um and that's what where we're going it's like it's more just around that natural nutrition and supporting mm. that and you know, you even look at things like, you know, the, the veganism at the minute and understanding like around, you know, uh, high quality food sources mm -hmm. as opposed to processed foods. Mm. You know, you look at the processed <coughs> fast food industry in, say, America. Mm -hmm. Massive. Yeah. They're, they're feeding the populations mm. out there, but they're also causing a lot of the issues which we're experiencing health wise now. So. I feel like we're it's almost at a time where we're in a sea change on nutrition health lifestyle well-being and for us you know at the termico it th this is this is the values that we have and this is what we're trying to do mm. um, i think like 
just just to give people listening some context on the Tormerick Co. This is your company. You set it up. You, your dad used to. It was interesting when you shared this story when we met. That when your dad used to make this paste up in the house, Tormerick is a very messy mm. thing to work with. It, yeah. it stains. <coughs> it gets everywhere. Yeah. Um, and it's like a, a difficult thing to mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. with yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had this moment when you went into a shop. I can't remember if it was Harrods or somewhere mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And you and you saw bottled turmeric, mm-hmm. and you, and you had this. I'll let you tell the story. Tell yeah, the story because yeah. you tell it. You know it better than me. No, yeah, it was. <clears throat> so it's probably four, three and a half, four years ago now. Um, and obviously, I'd been having these shots, and these shots had become my sort of secret weapon. Yeah just to obviously like health well-being but for for professional performance yeah it was it was what was helping me recover quicker right okay we'd have a game coming the next day lads would be like i'm stiff you know i'm aches and pains i'll just be like no i'm all right (laughs) i'm okay (laughs) nice so it was sort of like my secret weapon which i was using just for myself and Mm. then it became a case where okay like my teammates would see me drinking this you know golden like orange liquid yeah after games before you know training after training to help me recover and they'd be like what is that so i'd be like yeah it's just a turmeric shot they'd be like what's turmeric it's like mm. just you know just try it so they began trying it and they were like how do, how do we get more of this like wh- where do we? i'm like okay cool so you know call my dad like can you make a few more of those things like, i just want to give them to a few of the boys like they want they want yeah. some so they began getting on it and then it was like um it became sort of like a family um you know secret recipe in that if any friends or any extended family members were sick or unwell or had the flu, be like, send them some shots out. Wow. They began like, you know, they'll recover quicker. They'd be like, mm. what was in that? Like, mm. we were just like, oh, it's just, you know, just all natural ingredients, just food, like, you know, just uh, functional foods. Mm. And um, and at this point, you're still in the era of like, there's no su- superfoods aren't spoken about. It's mm. all like, you yeah, know. Precisely, so precisely. It's, it's interesting, yeah. you know. And, um, so but in during this time we'd probably gone for about 100 different blenders mm. yeah of 10 course, years yeah. like literally like a blend you're going for a blend every honestly because yeah. it, it stains it, everything stains, doesn't it? it and you can't yeah. use that blender for anything else and then as soon as the blades go like the, the the roots so fibrous and we obviously over that period of time internally like perfected the process of extracting the fresh raw roots mm-hmm. and putting it into a blend of other superfood ingredients mm-hmm. which were ultimately uh, uh delivering this this final blend which was benefiting me yeah and um so but it was messy it was you know it yeah. was and it was ruining kitchen ruining <laughs> utensils and <laughs> so i was in harrods which, and which which just to quickly explain that for the average person who you know doesn't have an abundance of money to buy blenders and mm. you, it's just not not it's not feasible, at is it, all, to yeah. like be ruining at your all, kitchen? At all. You know, even like just your worktop, just a stain on your worktop. Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. you know, turning up to fi- uh, training with orange fingers. <laughs> orange fingers like, imagine yeah. that, like you know, your office work. You can't do it, and that's why yeah. it turmeric up until now hasn't been used by people in all walks of life mm. because it's just not a convenient ingredient to add to your daily nutrition. Yeah. So, so you know, so sort of like things playing in my head like ring ringing bells it's like well you know more people should be using this da, da, da. And mm. anyway it was in harrods and saw a turmeric shot on the shelf i was like whoa like literally like send a pic to my like to my family straight, straight away like turmeric shot, like we boom. don't need to make these don't shots need to no make more. It anymore. like you know we're, we're delighted 
by the whole shelf. <laughs> like literally, yeah. like the, clear the them out. Clear, yeah, <laughs> like they they were buzzing that day without re- looking at the you know back of the bottle or anything. I just saw a turmeric shot. It was like, yeah, Harrods, like you know, direct association. This must be must high, be quality, high quality, incredible. Like they mm. they know what they're doing. Yeah. So, take the shots home and take them to my old, old man's house and everyone's there we're like yeah cool like let's try them together so everyone like literally down like goes to drink it literally spat it out couldn't believe how inferior it was to what we were making at home Mm. it was watery it was powdered turmeric right it wasn't in a bioavailable or absorbable blend which helps the active compound in turmeric um, a, a, a bioavailable in a human body mm. so there was no um, and it was only at that time when I turned to the back of the bottle and it was like turmeric powder like you know right. apple juice and it's like well apple juice is you can get like two litres of apple juice for £1.50 mm. and they're selling this for you know £4 like how, how does that work like mm. it doesn't so it was just <sighs> It was like like mind blown. Like yeah, how can right. this be the case? And Blimey. obviously they're they're selling this to customers and to people on the basis of what people are beginning to hear about turmeric. Mm. But ultimately people are not gonna receive any value from this product whatsoever. Mm. Um so it was at that point it was like, Well it's, wow. It's criminal really, isn't it? When you hear stories like this, because you because you've actually had the real stuff mm. and made it yourself mm. it's almost and then you you taste what is on the shelf <laughs> you know it's almost like criminal isn't it that you're being sold something and i would associate the same thing being honest mate mm-hmm. in harrods i'd look and think mm-hmm. 100%. mate you're this buying is gonna, it and you're gonna be good twice. quality stuff yeah. and you'll drink it and you won't yeah. drink twice yeah yeah, um, yeah and it was like it was at that point where we're like how do we how do we take bring this to, mm. to mass market how mm. do we do it and we set about on a journey, um, <clears throat> 18 months. We built a production facility in order to um, uh, produce at scale, mm-hmm. what we thought was at scale, which you know we've far super- surpassed now, mm-hmm. um, uh, and being able to deliver it to the quality which we were producing it. Sure. And then being able to deliver a chilled product yeah. all over the UK like next day delivery and chilled you know how do you do like the logistics behind it Mm. it was um yeah it's been quite a journey um but 18 months later we launched uh, beginning um of last year and um you know under the turmeric co and it's um it's just been incredible since we launched um you know we went into a number of um uh, uh, the the top gyms in London. Um, mm-hmm. We engage with a lot of nutritionists around, you know, forward thinking nutrition and and the values of uh, a turmeric shot in an actual formula, which has been created for function, mm. not just for the bottom line numbers of a company. Mm, of um, course. What was he? Could you explain to me? Because obviously, I've tried this product. I love it, by the way. Mm. It's great. It's really yeah, helped for my knee. Um, but I notice when I get the boxes through, it's all refrigerated. Mm-hmm. Is that because, you know, the it's not powder? It comes from the raw root, and you have to keep it refrigerated so it can be absorbed or something like that. Yeah. So there's a couple of reasons, things with it. So it's like, um, the drinks industry is um, not an industry which sort of promotes fresh, natural 
products. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest thing in uh, drinks at the minute is pasteurization. Mm-hmm. And pasteurization, um, like we could, for example, pasteurize these shots and you wouldn't need to keep them chilled. But what you're doing by pasteurization is you're destroying 50% of the nutritional value wow. in the shot. Right. About 90% of the drinks on the current juice market are pasteurized. Blimey. So um, we don't pasteurize the products and we, uh, so we're, they're completely fresh, completely natural. Mm. Um, and because of that, they, and we use completely fresh ingredients. And because of that, you have to keep them refrigerated. Mm. Um, but more to that, it's the actual ingredients we're using inside each shot. We use a base of our product, of our each shot as a watermelon. So we, our production team, slice fresh whole watermelons, flesh, and uh, uh, crush the flesh into a juice, and that becomes the base. So what other shot companies, turmeric shot companies on the market currently do is they go and get apple juice, mm-hmm. where you can buy five liters of apple juice for two pounds, yep. and put apple juice into the turmeric shot, and then add turmeric powder, or uh, a um, you know a cheaply extracted turmeric juice, mm-hmm. which is just not the fresh raw root where you're going to get the maximum value from mm. it. So, from our perspective, it's like looking at this market and seeing it's been saturated with products which are just utter bull. Mm. And it's like, how do you? And a lot of these companies are big companies, by the way, mm-hmm. and they've got big backing. Yeah, big, big backing. Mm. And it's like, how do you penetrate a market and bring a new product to market which has been nutritionally formulated, formulated for function, has strong values behind the product which we adhere to and we want to offer the natural nutrition within each shot to every single customer. We don't want to you know, dilute the blends as we scale. We want to be able to offer every single shot at the level that I was having them 10 years yeah, ago the, the level that your dad was making them precisely yeah. precisely so because i was one of them people i think I, I told you this i would go into like certain shops and i'd see the turmeric shots and then i'd see at the bottom of the bottle it was all like a powder that had mm-hmm. to be shake shaken up mm-hmm. and all of this mm-hmm. and then when i met you i was like i've got to try these things and that was one of the first things I noticed it was refrigerated and there wasn't this powder sitting around the bottom of it mm-hmm. and it tasted different mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, it's just great. It's great to hear this story and it's great to like, you know, um, have someone out there that's actually putting a product out there that actually works. It's not a load of rubbish just based on how much money you can earn from the consumer. Mm -hmm. It's like, actually, what difference am I making? Mm -hmm. You know, precisely. And that's, you know, that's our ambition. You know, we want as many people to to use it as possible. And we've looked and we've said, okay, well, how can we bring a a product to market? And we don't have the big budgets of, you know, big drinks businesses Mm. where they spend, you know, five, 10 million on marketing campaigns a Mm. year. Um, Well, it's like, well, who's gonna really notice the difference from this range? Mm. And it's like, you know, firstly, it's the athletes. So we've got the top nutritionists in the country supporting what we're doing, working alongside what we're doing to bring this range to people, um, you know, who are, who, have to live or die by mm. their health like athletes like if mm. you're in peak condition mm-hmm. you have a chance of being successful if you're not in peak condition yeah your chances are diminished mm-hmm. so we're able to offer this product to them natural food mm. where they can take it and they'll immediately see the benefits mm. so 
we're building an amazing community, amazing um, group of advocates just off the back of that. Mm. But from our perspective, it's like, well, actually, Joe Bloggs, who has an office job, mm-hmm. who works nine to five on a daily basis, is going to feel better mm. if they start their day with a turmeric shot mm. as opposed to, you know, a coffee or, a, you know. Yeah. And it's like. Because well, it boosts your immune system and everything, doesn't it, turmeric? It's, it's, it, like, I read a book about it, like, after meeting you on it's yeah. a book called uh, How Not to Die. And you, okay. and, and, and you read up on turmeric, like, the benefits are ridiculous. It's insane. It's an insane mm-hmm. superfood. Mm-hmm. It really is. It does mm-hmm. so much. But you can see why companies wouldn't go near it because it's a nightmare, nightmare. to work with. Of course. It's yeah, just, you, yeah, you think, like, these it stains big, everything. These big, like, production companies, like, the, you know, drinks companies, they don't want t- turmeric in their no. production setup. No, no, no. <laughs> so messy. <laughs> it's so messy. So yeah. we've like, you know, we've 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 gone all in. Like, you know, yeah. we've, we've global trademark of the Turmeric Co. Um, yeah, yeah. We we we've got you know big ambitions. We want to bring mm. this to as many people as possible. Um, but we're doing it from from a posi- pos- pr- position of you know like let's advocate natural mm. nutrition. Let's mm. like let's get away from processed foods, mm. processed drinks. Um, you know, drinks which are, you know, been gone through various processes, which you know destroy their nutrition. Like, let's let's have it in a way where it's actually going to offer you as much value as as you would get from mm. having it raw. Um, and but then, from our perspective, it's like, well, actually, we're going to offer that in a convenient manner. Mm. You wake up in the morning. You've got your, you know, fridge stocked of turmeric shots. That's what you want, isn't it? On the way to work, it's got to be easy and accessible because everyone is just so busy nowadays, Mm -hmm. especially in in London. Like no one's got time. It just needs to be there and Mm -hmm. quick and available. So, just in perspective to your career now. So you've gone. You went. You got rid of them tablets. You've now discovered the turmeric. Right, great stuff. I have to talk about the Wales goal against Mm -hmm. Belgium. Right, because. Hearing your story, being told by a doctor twice, really, you know, to choose another mm. career path is probably not going to work. To then being prescribed this medication, to urinate in blood, you know, to then discovering this stuff, which then leads you on to playing for your country mm. and scoring against Belgium, which I think we've actually got the footage for here. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, this was like. Firstly, mate, that was <laughs> what a goal! But Wales done so well in that, didn't they? Like it was just yeah, it was it was incredible um, for the nation. Like it was when we were out there. Um, well, when we first qualified, it was massive, mm. like because it was the first major tournament in yeah, right, you know, decades, mm. and it was um, that was the achievement in itself. And mm. we'd gone into the first game and. <clears throat> Went, you know, uh, again, very tough. And we've ended up, you know, I came on, scored the winner. And it was like, well, that's, as you, you, you know, it's, <laughs> it's unbelievable then. Like, it's yeah. like incredible. And then we've just, we, ha- you, we, we obviously had this momentum from the qualifying campaign. And 
the group there we'd been together for you know seven eight nine ten years the boys who were yeah. you know we're, it was a tight tight-knit group and you know the likes of gareth bell aaron ramsey you know mm. ashley williams joe allen neil mm. taylor you know sam vokes um chris gunter and um yeah you could, you, you could tell watching it you guys were like a solid unit mm -hmm. you were mm -hmm. like a proper team yeah you know yeah. obviously i was cheering on england mm -hmm. and you didn't have that an engineer to yeah. what you guys had mm -hmm. it was like a proper team yeah. unit yeah. you had going on there yeah and um so we just took that momentum into the tournament and like we obviously you know got through to the through the through the uh, out of the group stage which was a mass massive mm. achievement then into you know obviously uh then to the quarters and it was like you're up against belgium like one of the top teams in the in the world you know? yeah and let's um, have it right mate I, I think a lot of people probably were thinking belgium's gonna mm. you know win this game easily oh yeah you know? and you yeah. guys went out and just absolutely smashed yeah. it yeah and um yeah obviously you know did that and it was just you know i was just in a I was in a state of creation and it was, mm. you know, I was just letting it, letting everything be. And um, Did that like reinforce your desire to want to bring this product to the market even more? Because you, you were like, if I, if I can go from being like written off medically by a doctor to then creating this, my own superfood supplement and then going on to achieve that, like scoring a goal against Belgium on the world stage, you don't get much bigger than that, scoring mm. a goal for your country. Mm. Did that like, was like the work, <laughs> I'm thinking in my mind, did that like reinforce your thing was like, I mm. need to get this product out to the world. Mm -hmm. was 100%, it? yeah, 100%. Yeah. And it was like, you know, obviously having the career that I'd had, you know, <clears throat> becoming a professional play, uh, you know, player, getting through that adversity, you know, mm. then breaking into the first team, playing in the Premier League, playing mm. at an international stage, you know. Um, it was like, yeah, I'd, I'd begun to, you know, achieve what I'd wanted to achieve as a child mm. and then obviously getting to that level. And <clears throat> when things like that happen in your career, you maybe not straight away, but you a bit of time after you begin to look back. Yeah. And obviously that was like, you know, you're like, wow, like that, that's, that's happened. Like that's mm. incredible. Like, and 100% it was like well actually like that has played such a massive yeah uh, 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 part of me getting to where I I, I, I am and mm. it's like I, I play pain free now I shouldn't be playing pain free that's I've got, amazing you know cartilage like hardly any cartilage in my knee mm. like two reconstructed mm. you know uh, cruciate knee uh, ligaments yeah the cruciate uh, knee ligament is the ligament that holds your knee together yeah right and when you when you rupture it mm your knee has no stability so the surgery is um pulling a graft from either your patella tendon or your hamstring tendon so they basically pull so it's a surgery beforehand they take the tendon from your hamstring and then go into your knee insert it into your knee and replace your cruciate uh, 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 knee ligament with this tendon which was previously connected to your hamstring or your patella and so you, i shouldn't be playing you know, <laughs> you know I sh yeah it, you shouldn't be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be scoring goals like yeah, that yeah so um and obviously to do that once but then to do that twice yeah it's um how, how was that so was your dad at that game that belgium game mm, yeah, so your dad's there, like yeah. he seemed like he was a rock for you man mm -hmm. you know the whole way through so that must have been like a big celebration for you yeah you yeah. know like sort of having your dad there and your dad has been by your side the whole way right mm, yeah you know? yeah yeah 
I mean, like, yeah, they they came out to a few games, obviously, and when we played England, yeah, um, that was uh, quite a big game, and you know, yeah, I don't even remember it in the group stages. Yeah. It was like you know, playing England, and <laughs> yeah. obviously England scored a goal late on, and um, it was like, uh, yeah, it was it's a very special moment. Um, but my dad's like, he's he's very understated. He's you know, he's just sort of does his does what he does what he feels he needs to big do shout out so to your dad mate he sounds yeah, like a legend yeah, yeah, man yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he sounds like he's played a massive part in this in this story mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and in the story of the turmeric company yeah you yeah, know like sure. putting putting your heads together and mm. figuring out mm. you know how do, how do we fix this problem mm-hmm. has gone on and i think that this product will help a lot of people it certainly yeah. helped me mm-hmm. you know i've been taking it and it's helped my knee mm-hmm. you know um so and I've been back training heavier than I was before, squatting as well. Mm, so, you know, mm. it's massive for me. Yeah, yeah. But the key is obviously like with anything natural, it's like consistent. consistent. Yeah. It's like some people will, you know, give it, be like, okay, yeah, two two weeks. And it's like yeah. they expect an instant, you know, of course, solution. Yeah. And some people. You know, I, I was the same, mate. That. I was yeah. the same. I, I had the product through. I felt an improvement after about three or four days. Mm. I went straight on my Insta story. Mm-hmm. I documented a 5K run. Amazing. And Amazing. I got like sort of 4K in and I could feel the pain again. And I think it, it was too soon. Yeah, I was like yeah. four days into yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, like, yeah. give it a bit yeah. longer. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but my plan is, is I'm gonna I'm gonna keep taking this the, this supplements, you amazing, know, and, and, and really sort of monitor how it, how it's working for me. But I've seen massive results already, mm. you know. So um, so what's next then? What's next? Obviously, you're still with West Brom. You got a family, kids, yeah. and all this, yeah, you know. Yeah, of like, course. obviously, you know, I think um, when obviously this this uh, got going and began to get momentum, you know, obviously uh, playing in uh, club football as well I made the mm. decision to retire from international football last year yes that's right which was you know a tough decision but again it's like you know um, I've got a young family want to spend time with them mm. um, you know you give so much to, to, to football and mm. no one no, no one's no one really sees like the, the commitments that you 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 have to uh, the, to make the sacrifices you know you, yeah I'm, I'm you know 30 now and from the age of 17 I've pretty much trained every Christmas day you know, and that's wow. the same for every athlete. And it's like those sacrifices, you know, New Year's, like you miss New Year's, like you're not with your family, you're, you're in a hotel with the team. And um, Yeah, because the Christmas break, you have like loads of games rammed into that period, don't you, as yeah, footballers? Precisely. Yeah, because yeah. I know there's a game, Boxing Day, and then in, like, so yeah, it's, yeah, all, yeah, yeah. it's all crammed in. But that's part and parcel of it. And um, mm. so it's just like, actually, well, do we, uh, I just wanted to, to be able to give, give more time to, you know, to my family and um, you know to, to obviously uh, the, the passion of, of this as well yeah that's great man that's great well mate just want to say thanks for coming on and if yeah, anyone man. wants to find you you're on Instagram Robson, yeah. how Robson Canoe. yeah t- Thomas how Robson Canoe. Yeah. and then um, you know obviously and the find the turmeric company yeah. we'll, get, we'll get a shot of this as well yeah yeah um, and I know you guys are running like loads of sort of promotions and stuff mm. like that you can subscribe on your website as well yeah, can't you yeah you, you can you get subscribe so, so you yeah. know monthly subscriptions bi-weekly subscriptions yeah um you know the customers are, are loving what we're doing because i think more and more people are becoming open to, to natural forms of mm. nutrition which can actually you know offer function to your day-to-day life of and, course yeah you know, and it's worth just remembering that all medication comes from plants mm, just the pharmaceutical right? companies yeah. extract it and then yeah. sell it to you in yeah, a tablet yeah. form yeah so, so all you're doing is taking the fresh stuff yeah, and, yeah. and saying here take yeah. it this way and it's like by the same time you look like you know medication there's you know scientific supporting evidence on specific medications mm. and it's like well this is 
this is an a, an option for you to you know have a, a natural supplement to your to your daily life and mm. you know uh, basically a natural food um, yeah but in a convenient way mm. and um it's uh yeah it's, it's amazing great good stuff mate well thanks for coming on, on. Thank nice one buddy for, cheers right, mate thank you